how to prepare for his second coming. And you can find that in the health reformer. He gave us health laws just the way he gave the Israel of old health laws. Friends, the Lord has let his light, that is a quotation from the book, Testimonies for the Church, Volume 2, page 399, page 400. It says, the Lord has let his light shine upon us in these last days. Are we in the last days, my friends? Are we in the last days? Oh, yes, we are. That the gloom and darkness, does disease cause gloom and darkness, my brothers and sisters? Does disease cause gloom and darkness? That the gloom and darkness which we have been gathering in the past generations because of sinful indulgence might be in some degree dispelled and that the train of evils which have resulted because of intemperate eating and drinking might be lessened. And what is the light? We call it health reform. And what is to reform? To reform is to make right, to amend To correct a habit that is not right. That is what to reform means. Reforming is not a new doctrine. You reform what has been in existence. In existence. You reform because maybe you took the wrong path. So the reason why God has given us these laws is so that we may lessen the suffering that is experienced in the society. A Careful conformity to the laws God has implanted in our being will ensure health. A careful conformity. Not an haphazard, not a careless, but a careful conformity to these laws. What will it assure us or ensure? Health. And there will not be a breaking down of the constitution. I'm not talking about the constitution of Kenya. I'm talking about your body. That when we keep the laws of health, we are ensured of good health and we are assured that the constitution, the body, will not break down. So friends, what is health? There's a definition that is commonly known and I tell you that you can actually eliminate the possibility of disease. So what is disease? Disease is an effort of, the, of nature. Nature now is your body. To free the system of conditions that result from a violation of the laws of health. What is violation, my brothers and sisters? Violation, another word for violation, is found in the book of 1 John, is it chapter 3, verse 4. Transgressing, breaking, violation. So we are being told that disease is an effort of nature to free the system, that is your body, of conditions that result from a violation of the laws of health. So there is a breaking of given laws, and we are told that these laws are the laws of health. Friends, every careless, inattentive action, any abuse put upon the Lord's wonderful mechanism, by disregarding his specified laws in the human habitation is a violation of God's law and will be followed by a calamity upon the person abusing it. It will either be immediate or delayed. No wonder Solomon says that when a penalty or when a consequence is delayed, it doesn't mean 
it will not come. It doesn't mean there is no error. Every law governing the human machinery is to be considered just as truly divine in origin, in character, and in importance as the word of God. So any law that is governing your human machinery, that is ensuring that you are experiencing and are living good health, is equated to the divine law, to the decalogue. And that is why we need the truth about health. You cannot violate the laws of nature without violating the precepts of Jehovah. Manuscript 3, 1897. So why is God interested in our health? What is the basis of health? Where does health come into our waiting and holding fast till he comes? Is it important? Does it play a role? Does it contribute anything? Allow me to take you to the book of Revelation. Chapter 3, verse number 5. The book of Revelation, chapter 3, verse number 5. It is written, He that overcometh, what are we overcoming? What are we overcoming, my friends? What are we overcoming? Sin. We are overcoming worldliness. We are overcoming ungodliness. So he that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in white raiment, and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life. What does that mean? If your name is not blotted out of the book of life, what does it mean? Where will you be? Where will you be? I am a patient man. I can ask that question 20 times if it will take 20 times for you to answer. Where will you be if your name is retained in the book of life? Praise the Lord. But I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. That we must overcome if we desire to see Jesus and live. For we are told his brightness will destroy those who are not living according to his commandments. So we are to overcome if we are to enjoy that experience. And when you read later, number 73a, 1896, it tells us it is impossible for those who indulge the appetite to attain to Christian perfection. Friends, before you can be crowned, before you can be qualified to enter heaven, you must attain Christian perfection. But we are told it is impossible for those who indulge appetite. And I'm not talking about what you're eating. I'm talking about appetite. It may include what you're eating, but I'm not limiting it to what you're eating. What is appetite? The Latin word appetitas means desire for. That is what we are to overcome. Desire for. So, desire for what? For worldly lusts. Desire for what? Ungodliness. It is impossible for us to overcome desire for ungodliness if we indulge in appetite. Is the root 
for the word appetite, appetitus, we can say it is a natural desire to satisfy a bodily need, a fleshly need. No wonder Peter tells us in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 11, abstain from what? Fleshly lusts that do what? Labor against the soul. Many think that it is talking about fornication and adultery. But I want to tell you, it is talking about every forbidden appetite. It could be appetite for fashion. It could be appetite for money making or wealth. It could be appetite for power. It could be appetite for fornication. It could be appetite for food. It could be appetite for being at variance. There are people who must oppose. They must oppose and that is why they'll always find themselves on this other side of the Bible. That is why they'll always find themselves on this other side of truth. Because they must oppose. It is their second nature. They must do what? Oppose. You greet people. Happy Sabbath. Is today the Sabbath. They must do what? Oppose. The Sabbath is the seventh day. They must Oppose. What appetite are you fighting? What appetite is pushing you towards ungodliness, towards worldly lusts? Is it appetite for music? Is it appetite for food? Is it appetite for what you're drinking? It is impossible to attain Christian perfection if we keep on indulging the appetite the appetite. But why do we always focus on food? It is because even Paul recognized it. Whether therefore you eat or drink or whatsoever you do, do it to the glory of who? Of God. Friends, there is a connection of health reform and your preparation and your waiting. You cannot wear the wrong dress and expect to think right. You cannot listen to the wrong music and expect to think right. You cannot eat the wrong food and expect to think right. If it is wrong, if it is garbage, the output, the outcome will be garbage. Another definition says that appetite is a desire to satisfy some craving of the body, a passion for something, money, education, politics, leadership. In other words, a passion for any worldly honor. You know, I always hear women talking of craving, that it is the child that wants. But I'm here to find a woman who says the child has craved for feces. The child is desiring feces. When it comes to that, they will bring their mind to what? Action. But these other things, they want to push the blame to the child. They want to push the blame just like Adam did, like Eve did. Friends, we must be courageous to stand for the right. 
The avenues to the mind must be guarded. All should guard the senses, lest Satan should gain victory over them. For these are the avenues to the soul, and that is why the issue of appetite is important. Because Satan uses the avenues to the soul. And what are the avenues to the soul? Are the senses that you have. How many senses do you have? They touch. Do clothes touch us? They do. And if your cloth is touching to you in a way to suggest that you need to walk in a certain way, you need to talk in a certain way, it will condition your mind to talk in a certain way, to behave in a certain way, to talk some kind of stories. Is this a sense? Oh, yes, it is. Hearing. What are you hearing? What are you reading? Sight. What are you watching? What are you looking at? Those are appetites that we must break down. It will be impossible to form Christian perfection if we indulge in perverted appetite. And that is what health reform is all about. It is not about what you should eat and what you should not eat. It is about creating an environment conducive for you to perfect your Christian character that you may behold Jesus when he comes and say indeed he is our friend. We've been waiting for him. He has come to save us. Because some will be saying, talking to these tall trees, please fall on me. And what is the cause? Perverted appetite. Senses, sight, hearing, taste, which other senses am I forgetting? You know them. You know them. And that is the link between health and Christianity. That is the link between health and perfection of Christian character. All are now being tested and proved. We have been baptized into Christ. And if we will act our part by separating from everything that will drag us down. The Bible says... He who looks at a woman lustfully has committed what? Adultery. The Bible does not say that she who or he who dresses in a way to cause another to look at them lustfully. But does it exonerate you from that sin? It doesn't. Because the intents and the motives of your heart have done what? Have been read. And that is the object of health reform. To help us separate from everything that will drag us down and make us what we ought to be. Strength to grow up into Christ who is our living bread will be given a diet. And when I'm talking about diet, I want to broaden it up. I'm talking about the fashion diet. I'm talking and what this is the it is possible that the reason why we are having these issues or we are witnessing is because of perverted appetites. How we dress, how we watch, how, what we listen to. Friends that we are keeping in our midst, they are talking about separation, separation, separation. They are talking about how they cannot be sat on. Now, how can somebody sit on you when you are not the chair? How can? How? How? Unless you call them, you invite them to sit on your laps, they cannot sit on you. But because we listen to vain philosophy, we end up believing 
And we think that when you come early into your home, into your house, to sit with your children, to talk with your wife, to talk about the cockroach, how the cockroach can overturn itself and not turn back, people think that is foolishness. You don't know what makes love, love. If you can sit down and talk about a chameleon, how it changes colors, how it works, you're observing there. You're talking about that leaf. Then, you are in harmony with one another. Then something big, something great is brewing. But if you are there seated, wondering when Valentine's will come. You are seated, wondering, when is my birthday? How many birthdays did he forget or did she forget? Recipe for disaster. Small minds think about small things. Big minds think about big things. How we can overcome and be made ready to accept and to see Jesus Christ as a family. Now, did God create Valentine? Did God create a chameleon? Between a chameleon and a valentine. Which one will be bigger? And which one will afford you more things to talk about? A chameleon will. Bees will afford you much more things to talk. You can sit a whole night talking about the bee, the bee, the bee, the bee, the bee. And as you talk, as you talk, your love gets closer. That is health. The only way we can preserve health is by a knowledge of the true principles of health reform. Teach your children, teach yourselves that there are things which we must avoid in order to preserve our love, in order to preserve our health. There are things that we must avoid whether we like it or not. I hope I got it right. I was told the time extends to 6.30. I hope I took a 30. I had a 30. I hope I got it right. If I didn't, Come and reconfirm to me. The role of health reform so closely is health related to our happiness that we cannot have the latter without the former. And I am convicted and convinced the reason why you are not happy, the reason why you are moody is because your health is wanting. And that is why we are struggling with you. Happy Sabbath. Happy Sabbath. Your healing, your salvation is nigh. Health is so closely related to our bodies. And that is why Paul tells us in Romans chapter 12, verse 1, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. There are bodies which will not be accepted by Jesus Christ, and that is why they will not be changed at his second coming. Because they are not holy. Because they are not a living sacrifice. Let that not escape you. You must present your bodies as what? A living sacrifice. What again? A holy body and acceptable. Who is the standard here? Is it the world? Is it modern science? Is it you? It is Jesus. And that is why you cannot ask yourself, what do I feel like eating? No, you tell yourself, what should I eat? Don't ask yourself, what do I feel like eating? You will always choose the wrong things. Go try it. You'll always choose the wrong things. And if you are not born in a culture where people don't eat snakes, you'll also choose it. 
and many other things. And that is why even watching, you don't ask yourself, what do I feel like watching? No. God is interested in our character. In fact, one misconception is that God will give us a new heart or character when he will be changing our bodies at his second coming. It is not true. The truth is that our character is what will qualify us for this reward of a new body. If you have character for heaven, you will be rewarded by a body that does not die, does not get sick, and the other name that we call such a body is what? Immortal. But character must be right. Character is for you. It is not for God. He has only given you an avenue. And that is why we are talking about mother's health reform. So that we can make this possible. It is a hundredfold harder to resist evil when you have not reformed your appetites. And when I talk about appetites, I mean what I have described God does not just want good character or character. He wants a noble character. And what is a noble character? A noble character is not the result of an accident. It is not due to special favors or endowments of providence. God will not work a miracle to earn you good character. It is the result of self-discipline, of subjection of the lower to the higher nature. And this is only possible when you have strength of body. And by strength of body, I don't mean that you go out of here and you go and you start lifting some weights. Because you want strength of what? Of body. So that you can have good character. It will give you the wrong character. It will give you a specious character. You will want to <laughs> deflate that energy that is coming to another thing. A noble character is what God is interested in. The body is the most important medium through which the mind and the soul are developed for the upbuilding of character. Your body, your mind, your soul requires your body and the body must be in the right state in order for you to have the right mind, the right soul to be ready for the second coming of Jesus Christ. And that is why we cannot separate health from spirituality. Impossible. They cannot be separated. If your body is not right, your spirituality, your mind will not be right. right. The body is the only medium. He directs his temptations, and that is why the devil directs his temptations to the enfeebling, to the weakening, to the degrading of physical powers. Did you know that these appetites weaken our resilience? weaken our resistance to evil. If you keep on feeding yourself with certain kind of programs, it will be so easy for you to masturbate. It will be so easy for you to fornicate. It will be so easy for you to commit adultery. If you listen to some kind of music, you will be singing here after when you go back, you are, you are fornicating amongst yourselves. What is the greatest cause of choirs breaking these days? What is the cause of choirs, church choirs breaking apart? You don't want to tell me. Can I ask it 20 times? Let me give you the answer. It is fornication and adultery. And what is the cause? I am certain. It is the music that they are singing. It is also the food that they are eating. 
It is also the things that they are watching. And I don't know. But I understand the devil has Trajan horses. And these are the Trajan horses that he's using against our people. Perverted appetites. He directs his temptations to the enfeebling and degrading of physical powers. Now many of us complain that they are afraid that if we don't eat meat, whenever I stay for a week or two weeks without eating meat, I feel some feebleness, some feebleness. And when I eat it, I all of a sudden get some energy. Energy. Do you know the same happens to people who don't listen to rock and roll, hip-hop? If you deny them, they can even die. Do you know the same happens to people who are used to a certain, a certain kind of dress? If it is not to the to a certain predetermined height, they don't feel like something is right with them. They feel some weakness. They feel some incompleteness until that time when you avail it for them and they will heal in the heart. Brothers and sisters, the power of perverted appetite, it becomes second what? Nature. God is interested in your character. That is why he's giving us the health message. There is a connection. We cannot separate the two. I'm inviting you for questions. If we have any. If not, I'm going to make a call. I'm throwing my eyes around to see whether there's anyone who'd like to inquire. I pray that the message has settled well with us. I'd like to make a call, a general call, a general call, that if you're here and you desire to form noble characters, I want to invite you to rise on your feet that we may pray together. I want to make another call. And I'm afraid that the distance may be far. But I know we get power from God. If you're here and you realize that appetite, perverted appetite, has danger, we risk losing the greatest reward that we can receive from Jesus. And you are here and you need special help from the Lord, that you may separate from all iniquity, from perverted appetite, and you are here. I don't know what it is. You may even not know what it is. I want to invite you to join me as we pray together. If you are here, I'm making that call. I'm inviting you as we sing 308. What is worldly pleasure?
I'm not looking for 10 people. I'm not looking for 50 people. I'm not looking for the whole church. I'm looking for that one soul that desires to join hands with the Lord. That we may pray. But adventure, the Lord will guide you. You may be convincing yourself there that I'll give it up in my heart and Jesus knows he can read my heart. But there's something special that happens when we heed a call. So if you are here and it is your desire to perfect your Christian character and you know there are things that are dragging you and you'd like to separate from those things, I'm inviting you. Please don't spend time. 308, I believe. What is one untaught, untaught, untaught? Holy thine. I would do, I would be the Savior, holy thine. So if you are there, please walk up front. We'll pray together. I would be the Savior, holy thine. Teach me how, teach me how. I will do thy will, O Lord, not mine. Help me, help me now. Holy thine, holy thine. Only thine, this is my vow. Only thine, only thine, only thine, oh Lord, just now. Probably the missing link to your Christian walk is a health reform. Probably the missing link is a strength of body. And this is a chance that is given to you to make things right. Jesus says, let them get hold of my hand and they will make peace with me. And indeed, he shall give you peace. You must not know where to begin. But you need to know that you are in need of a savior. Praise the Lord. The savior will save us through the knowledge of truth. Number two. Just well for fame without thee, without thee, I will leave them all for thy dinner. This my world shall be holy thy, holy thy, holy. I cast a branch and joys behind. Come thou near, come thou near. In thy presence, holy in all I find. Tis my comfort here. Holy God, holy God. 
above. Holy thine, holy thine, holy thine, O Lord, just now. We are praying. Heavenly Father, we thank you very much. We give our thanks and our gratitude to you because you are a savior who loves his children. You are a savior who loves his creation. And because you love your creation, you desire and your wishes, your prayer are the very best for them. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the truths that you are bringing to us during this camp meeting. That it is impossible to experience the benefits, the fruits of grace without the knowledge of truth. Grace and truth must walk hand in hand. The same is true about the perfection of our Christian character. We must know the truth that indeed the soul needs the body. The mind needs the body for the body is the only medium. And the body must be a temple of the Holy Ghost. It must be in the right state. Your children have walked forward and they are saying their desire is that their bodies may be a temple of Jehovah. That it may be a residence of your Holy Spirit whose work is to lead us into all truth. And they are saying they need special guidance from you. They need a strengthening from you. And Lord, you've promised that such as need your strength, you will give them the power to be called the children of God. It is my prayer that you may bless them with that promise. That as they receive you, you may give them the power over appetites of any kind. Appetites of any nature. Appetites that are dragging us behind, that are dragging us back, that are making it difficult for us to walk the Christian walk. Lord God, I know there are many who desire to be here. But their feet were not strong enough to carry them here. I pray that next time there is a chance for them to declare May they find strength in you and walk forward. We thank you for all who've showed their desire to form noble characters. May you bless them from wherever they are standing. For those who are listening and hearing from their rooms, from wherever they are, we also pray that you may quicken their salvation. We thank you for this day. It has been a blessed day. And as we look forward to the last program, we invite your presence. We invite you that you may continually dwell with us. Lord God, it is evident that your coming is around the corner. The train has left and it is not going to be stopped. We only have a few days to prepare ourselves. And that is why we are here to feed from your word. May you soften our hearts. May we be willing to cooperate with you so that you may make our salvation sure, our calling sure. It is my sincere prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Remember, you begin answering your prayer by doing that which you've asked the Lord to do for you.